I've spent my entire life literally obsessed with the pursuit of excellence. Now, after decades of deep study and self-exploration into a wide array of rigorous training systems, nutrition methods, and mindset practices, I'm here to share my experiences as well as learn from others who also strive to reach the pinnacle of their pursuits. I'm Coach Jeremy Whitmore, and this is the Apex Approach. Thanks for listening to the Apex Approach. This is episode 10, a relationship with pain. You know, so I've been talking a lot here recently about, you know, discomfort and um, really encouraging like you listeners to actively forego, you know, some level of comfort in your life in order to evolve yourself. But there is one more mental tactic that I'd like to discuss before moving on to other topics. And that is the idea of productive pain and specifically our relationship with it. Again, I've already gone down like the rabbit hole of how you know certain types of discomfort can in fact, you know, be you know quite helpful to the human mind, body and spirit. Okay? This type of discomfort is what I call um, productive pain. But for a quick recap, you know, please understand that our bodies use the sensation of pain to first draw our attention to a potentially harmful stimulus. And this ancient biology ultimately does serve us as a mechanism to help us survive. From there, the respective exposure to said pain causing stimulus will then drive our bodies to adapt and overcome creating a stronger, faster, more robust, hard-to-kill version of ourselves. The science behind these concepts, you know, it, you can study them in adaptive biology, natural selection, and epigenetics. But pain and our perception of it, you know, and, and for full transparency, is a very complex and gray world. Okay, without the pain of hunger... Well, at one point, we, we've have, we would have starved to death. You know, but fast forward to 2022, and now modern science you know, also indicates that varying periods of mild starvation, something that we call intermittent fasting, is actually linked to improved longevity as well as a host of other health benefits. This is very similar to the pain of cold, you know, driving us in our cave dwelling days to seek warmth to avoid freezing to death but now research reveals like in the right doses that that same excruciating cold can create profound improvements in both our cognitive and physical abilities you know to me this is all just so fascinating there's such a a deep dichotomy found here in, in the world of pain. You know, on one hand, you know, many discomforts can help us. But, you know, on the other hand, in, in all reality, like not all types of discomfort are indeed productive. Okay, and no, we shouldn't always push through the pain. Okay, the no pain, no gain concept has a place, but it's certainly a lot not universal. Okay, as a physical therapist, 
My days are spent helping people recover from like serious and debilitating injuries. And you know, how I coach my patients in managing you know, these types of pain, you know, it's very different than like the productive pain that I'm speaking of like in the performance world. In most cases in life, the displeasures that we avoid are not legit signals of bodily harm. Okay, instead is it's our soft creature of comfort begging for the easy way. You know, this inner demon lives within all of us. Okay, it is one that yearns for you know the heated seats, the cream filled pastries, and the comfy couch on which we binge watch, you know, some Netflix series. Okay, at one point, like many millennia ago, this inner comfort drive like saved our lives. But now it's butchering us at genocidal levels. Anyways, I digress. I want to dig in on how we must change our relationship with pain. And for this, I'm specifically talking about productive pain like, you know, a hard workout or long study sessions or a brutally hot sauna set. And for me, like, you know, the easiest and most practical example that I can use to, you know, to talk and teach about this concept, you know, it's the sport of wrestling. So, of all the combat sports that I trained in extensively, you know, and these in- include years in Muay Thai, and Western boxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and judo, and I put them all together in, in a, a competitive MMA career. Right, without a doubt, wrestling is the most brutal. Okay, not in terms of impact or bleeding, or you know sheer violence, but more so. Like in the absolute grueling nature of the sport itself, and the level of training needed to achieve success at the higher levels, it is beyond physically and emotionally exhausting. Okay, the pace is it's wide open from start to finish. Okay, there's no real breaks or timeouts. Okay, and it simply requires an extraordinary amount of pain management and grit. Okay, to get your hand raised in victory. So, gosh, with 36 years in the sport now, I've come to the conclusion, okay, both from personal experience as well as from a lot of observation, that in order to achieve the highest levels of success in the sport of wrestling, all right, the athlete must fall in love with not only the sport itself, but also, you got to fall in love with the hard training. I tell the parents of like the, the elementary age kids that I coach all the time, okay, that my utmost and primary goal at that age is, is to learn a few fundamentals and get good at those, but more importantly is to get them to fall deeply in love with the sport. And what I don't always share with them is the why behind that statement. 
okay, which is the harsh reality that in order for their son or daughter to wrestle for an eventual you know, state or national championship, they will need to endure years of brutally difficult training. You know, and only with love can one truly get through such a gauntlet with excellence. All right, I will tell you I've been in, in and around coaches that use you know, fear and anger and threats, and you can achieve some short-term success with those, but it's, it often leads to burnout, and rarely do I see athletes coming out of those systems achieve the highest levels as well as like their own potential. Okay, if the wrestlers, if they don't love it, at some point, talent and luck will run out. All right, so practically speaking, and with the end game of you know getting like a wrestler to fall in love with the sport, I start coaching kids like systematically. So the first step is to get the young wrestler to you know to stop fearing and avoiding like the hard stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll hear kids like early on in the process say things like, you know, how hard do you think practice is going to be today? Or you think we'll have to condition much today? Or gosh, Billy, I hope practice isn't that hard. All right, those thoughts are toxic. It's poison. All right, it's victim mentality. All right, and, and it's cancerous to both the athletes and the team. Okay, however, the, the reality is that, all right, it's also like pretty normal and common. So I, I spend a ton of time getting my wrestlers to completely change their inner dialogue. To realize that you know, they are both fortunate and blessed and far from victims. And that hard physical training that they're being exposed to is it's quite literally the one thing that will allow them to get their hand raised in victory you know on their current path All right so this step 1 of you know like losing the mentality of i hope it's not hard and and want to like avoid the tough stuff you know it can take for some kids it can take hours um and for others it can take years but you you got to first get them to lose the mindset that you know productive pain avoidance and the victim mentality. You know, from there, well now, step two begins. And again, it it can take hours or years, but this is a big one. Step two is getting the wrestlers to not only like no longer fear the hard times, but to actually welcome them, and like. To look forward to the brutal days. You know, like, let me repeat that. Like, the end game to establishing an apex mindset is to get a group or individual to actually yearn for the most difficult of challenges in training days. And man, I will tell you, if you can accomplish this, you will have inspired greatness and you, you will in time be looking at individuals that will create amazing experiences and successes for 
themselves and those around them. You know, the wrestler that authentically looks forward to and seeks out the hard times, the brutal struggles, the most difficult training opportunities, and they and they do this out of a place of deep love for the sport. Well, you know, I guess in my humble opinion and experience, they're gonna achieve their maximal human potential in the sport. And yeah, it's a rare feat. Okay, I know a lot of good people and good wrestlers, but I know very few great ones. You know, as is the achievement of, of greatness in any endeavor. But those that have truly made the change with their relationship with pain consistently stand atop the championship podium. All right, so... And where's the carryover here for the rest of us non-competitive wrestlers? Well, you might already know what I'm going to say here. Okay, How you win at anything is how you win at everything. Okay, Regardless of your area of pursuit, my advice and approach is this. Change your relationship with pain. I'm going to say that again. Change your relationship with pain. Okay, if you only remember one thing from this podcast, please take that statement with you. Okay, and these are things very simple. Getting to work early. Staying late. Giving up a lunch break to help serve a teammate or a customer. All right, volunteering to hammer out the hard project. Studying instead of partying. Drinking water. Living more humbly with, within your means. Like not eating out. Doing the extra training to invest in yourself. Eating healthy every day. Working out every day. Taking cold showers. Listening more than talking. Reading consistently. All right? Doing the little jobs that no one else wants to do in the office or around the house. All right? These are all like common real-world examples of things that like often elicit, elicit like productive pain in people. And most of us struggle with them at best and avoid them at worst. You know, why? Because doing all that type of shit consistently can be really difficult and uncomfortable. So, get over it. Stop being so soft. Okay, your spouse, your kids, your family. Shit, you deserve to reap the rewards of what you could be if you actually fulfilled your potential. So commit. Commit to living, okay, and more importantly, loving the uncomfortable life. I, it, I know it's a strange statement, but loving the darkness. Right, which is like the term that I use for like uncomfortable situations, will lead you to the light. All right, again, loving the darkness will lead you to the light. But like in all things, you have to get your reps in. You have to spend a lot of time in the dark. Or guess what? You're always going to be afraid of it. So, 
Go spend some time in the dark. Learn to love the harder aspects of your life. They will ultimately carry you to where you belong and stay the course. Now, go be different. Go be the apex.